Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast with me, Rob Davis, Abby Tysest. Hello, hello. And Tom Canning. Hi. We are actually celebrating uh, our 50th anniversary. This is the 50th episode of our Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast. So um, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different where we ask each other a few uh, questions about um, the presenters that are bringing you these episodes over the past 50 weeks. Um, but before we get to that, we've got some pretty big news in the area uh, breaking a, uh, yesterday, in fact, uh, or sorry, two days ago, um, where um, Neil Baker and John Underwood have resigned as Slough Town managers. We can't let this go unnoticed, so we have to uh, uh, give that a mention. A pretty big shock, I think it was fair to say. Um, there didn't seem to be... Um, Slough were on a slightly bad run of results, they only picked up two points in their last eight games. But I don't think there was any pressure from either the fan base or the um, owners or the uh, the chairman uh, to uh, on, on Bakes and Underwood. And so this coming a little bit out of the blue. Tom, how, I mean, you know them pretty well from uh, their days as a defensive partnership at Bracknell. Um, what did you make of the announcement? Uh, um, it, what I must admit, it was well, as you say, out quite rightly, out of the blue. Um, I think that uh, I think a couple of Slough fans perhaps had an idea after the Hungerford game at the weekend. They lost to Hungerford. Losing to Hungerford at Hungerford is not necessarily. Um, it seems to be something a bit of a bogey team. Hungerford at home are for Slough. Rob, if you remember, we saw we saw them a couple of years ago in that driving rain, um, torrential downpour. It was, um, which was so that was uh, that was an interesting one. But yeah, I think um, I mean I have spoken to Bakes and. Uh, since he he still does my does some finance stuff some insurance stuff um for for me so um i i i keep in touch and obviously um i i won't i won't say too much about what, what sort of said but the general feeling was i think they they've just they've just come to the end of the line um and you do see this not many managers go on um for as long at one club as they have but you know and just in my own experience running a team you do get to a point where it's just like <sighs> Yeah, I'm 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 out. It's time it's time for someone else. And it'll be really interesting to see where Slough go and what they do next. Um I feel like there's probably some some obvious candidates, but the harder candidates to work out are the ones that are currently not in the spotlight. Um 
And so there'll be a few probably left field names that will, that will come out. But yeah, um, they've done an absolutely wonderful job at Slough. I think when they took over Slough, they were uh, at step four. They're now at step two. Um, I don't think that rise is, as, is quite as difficult as it used to be. Um, perhaps when they when they started out, they were, I think there was at least another division in the way. Um, or certainly, maybe they, maybe they were just after that. Um, certainly, from the, from sort of the Isthmian level, um, it was it was certainly not an easy an easy road to travel. But um, they they've done an absolutely wonderful job. They've won two promotions, cups. They've they've done they've pretty much done it all with Slough. Um, and I think I, I feel sometimes like being in the National League, you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing because unless you've got someone willing to spend that extra money to get you into the national league and even then when you get into the top national league there's there's nothing to suggest that you're actually going to get any sort of money back at that point because you're relying on being on tv and there are six or seven other clubs will be on tv more often than you will be so i don't know it feels like it feels like being in the national league is great but it certainly does suck the the the, the cash out of out of your club and i, and I will it'll be interesting to see where slough go now the, yeah, their, their, note, their note did allude to their, their joint statement did allude to um, their you know it being of a rocky road ahead for the club, and I'm sure supporters will will kind of understand what that means better than better than perhaps we will. The main thing is Slough having been where they've been and out of the ground and all of that. The main thing is that Slough Town still exists. So yeah. Uh, slightly sort of tumultuous time for Slough at the moment. Uh, pretty rocky, as you mentioned. The statement alluded to um, some financial issues at the club. Uh, not surprising, considering the last two years we've had um, and the stresses placed on all non-league clubs. To be honest, um, so so hearing that isn't the uh, most surprising thing in the world. Um, but yeah, I think there'd be a lot of clubs in similar positions where they're hoping to be ambitious at the moment, but the, the perhaps the finances, considering the hit they've had in the last couple of years, just aren't there. And um, perhaps uh, considering that state of affairs, uh, Baker and Underwood just thought they couldn't go any further, perhaps. And uh, it'd be interesting to see if they have take some time off now. I'm sure they'll be back in the management game at some point. They're, um, I think, too highly rated not to be um but it's it'd be interesting to see whether it's you know a couple of months three months four months off to recharge the batteries uh and to sort of uh reinvigorate themselves or whether it they'll be back into a um a job pretty quickly um watch this space on that one and obviously watch this space on the slough because yeah they were uh, a couple of years ago they looked like they might be in line for um uh, uh being one of the teams that pushes towards the National League. And now they're in a slightly uh, more, uh, like I say, rocky position. So uh, hopefully they can pull out of that and uh, move onwards and upwards again. Yeah, certainly. We we, we do hope so, don't we? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not aware of what vacancies are available. I thought your your dad's your dad's club, Luton, might be a, might be an ideal, <laughs> ideal think, venue for them. Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> Luton are looking at a, a, a former championship manager uh, who's ah. probably going to go there. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that there's an odds on, odds on one candidate that uh, are narrowed sharply. So I think, yeah, that, that appointment might be close to being made. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, 
this is not football in Bedfordshire. This is football in Berkshire. So <laughs> push on. Uh, Slough, um, last night as we're recording this, Slough um, uh, travelled to York Road to face Maidenhead in the SL Classico in the Barks and Bucks Senior uh, Cup. And uh, was a one-all draw. And unfortunately for Slough, anyway, they ended up uh, going out on penalties to the National League side. Uh, a game full of penalties, Abby. Yeah, that's that's all the goals were. Just yeah. Penalties at full time and then penalties after. Um, yeah, I was trying to keep up with the Twitter thread, which I was slightly confused by, but that's probably just me <laughs> rather than anything else. But yeah, um, I think there's a couple of videos knocking about as well. So there's, it's always nice to see some well-taken penalties as well, isn't it? So um, yeah, I think, I don't know, like nobody wants to lose on penalties, do they? Um, but I think Slough will probably be quite happy with that performance, I would have thought, given the rocky couple of days they've had. Um, so, yeah, as I said, no one wants to go out on penalties. But um, I think a, a one-all draw at full time um, is probably not a bad result, really, is it? No, not against uh, a side in the level above. And of course, they're pretty big rivals and may now move on to face another one of their big rivals in Marlow in the next round. Uh, I believe that round is the quarterfinals they're in. Uh, they've moved to yes. now, I think. You did the round? draw, Tom. So uh... I did. <laughs> I think anybody who listens to this regularly will know that I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think it's the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals now for uh, Maidenhead and uh, Marlow. So watch this space for that one. Um, but yes, so that kind of concludes the super headlines that we've had uh, this over the last couple of days. So, uh, Tom, you wanted to try something a little bit different and hand over, uh, uh, turn this into a little bit more of a, a light-hearted chat between the three of us. And Because there's certain things you wanted to find out in terms of... Uh, well... Yeah, I mean, Berkshire football no, supporting pedigree, I guess. There's, there's nothing better, is there, than enforced chat. So, um, uh, Rob, I, I, I know that you were a Maidenhead United supporter, and I wanted to to sort of know. Well, as, as a as a youth, would you still consider yourself a Maidenhead United supporter, or have you have your allegiances moved? Well, yeah, Maidenhead United is certainly the uh, the Berkshire side. I, um, I follow and support the most i mean i've always been a leicester fan so uh, i was born up in leicester but um uh, i started watching maidenhead united when i was 12 i think it was so going down to york road around then uh, in the mid 90s and uh yeah ever since then i've been uh going to at least two or three maidenhead games a season and making sure i get down to york road and see them and so yeah they're the they're the berkshire side that i i I, I support the most, I guess. So they're my non-league team. Would you have a? Do you have a second sort of? Because um, because obviously I I associate you with with going to see more um, kind of lower level than than Maidenhead United. You do a lot of that. Do, would you have a, a team that, that that you would prefer if you can't get to Maidenhead? Because obviously you know they're they're a bit further away. Where where would you? Where would you go? What would be your your secondary choice? Oh, I don't know. So I guess my role in the football in Berkshire these days tends to be the person who goes to all the different teams. So I try and get <laughs> I try and get to see everyone. Basically, uh, I think I've I think I've seen all the Berkshire's uh, men's size down to step six this uh, this season already, um, oh, and I'm I've envious. seen 
I've seen quite uh, a couple of the uh, Step 7 sides and I've seen a few of the women's teams as well. So, um, so yeah, I, I try, I jump about quite a bit. Um, if I'm not going to Maidenhead, then, yeah, it, it might not be a specific team, but, I mean, I always keep an eye out for Reading City. They're the, they're the closest side to me. Uh, so, no, I, I moved to Reading seven years ago, I think it was. So, I started looking at, I actually started... Uh, Follow, following uh, Reading Town a little bit before they were wound up, um, but uh, then started doing this football in Berkshire. So it's, it all became almost everyone now. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I like all the Berkshire sides, and I'll, I'll turn up anywhere there's a, a Berkshire team playing, and uh, yeah, they'll be the ones I'll support. These days, I suppose you're kind of our point man, aren't you? You're you're out there amongst the amongst the people. <laughs> I've always been a man of the people, Tom. So, uh, yeah, this role is uh, is definitely in my wheelhouse. So yeah, um, and I, I suppose if I Abby, I know you. So you you've only really been going certainly to to the to the men's sides for for a couple of seasons mm-hmm. but i want to we did a podcast with you ages ago before you came on board or just as you came on board and i can't remember how it was you started because you started <laughs> playing didn't you yeah when you say started what do you mean going to watch football like yeah, how, so, so where yeah where did because you were ready reading fan to start with Yep, I still am. I still am. <laughs> Sometimes your sins, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you know? I don't really know actually because I decided to join Football in Berkshire a month before a pandemic happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I do remember, like, we did go to a game during the pandemic time together. We went to Fleet Town, didn't we? Um, yes. That was a very random game. It was yes, that was that, that day. We went to that, and Rob, you were there as well, weren't you? And yeah. then Boris announced that we were having another lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> so we literally snuck in a final game on a freezing yeah. cold, like, February day, I think it was, maybe, or maybe March, actually. And then, yeah, so I, I think I had sort of been been going to a cu- I must have been to a couple of games before that I need to look back at my footballogy clearly don't I um, yes. <laughs> um I think I must have gone to maybe I must have gone to an Ascot game probably actually I think um who else would I have seen that's nearby I just was I just went to a couple of like nearby places really actually um I mean I've recounted the story of how I got involved in football actually about five million times I think I've probably been on eight different podcasts and talked about <laughs> just I'm sarcastic that's the end of the story yes. <laughs> um, so yeah I, I actually don't know I, I probably do have it somewhere written down where I went to but yeah I think I just I don't know if maybe it might have actually been a little bit to do with the fact that Reading had just been put into financial fair play. This is getting a bit, I feel like this is getting a bit political, a bit serious now. But maybe because Reading were sort of like down in the dumps at the risk of relegation, I was like, I'm not sure if I can do this like regularly on the season. So maybe I'll just go and watch something more local. Um, and I think I kind of also liked the idea of the fact that like, big football, like professional football is getting like, it's, it's just so commercial, isn't it? 
And I kind of liked the idea of like, you just turn up to a non-league game and you could probably have a chat to some random people and you could get a pint and something nice to eat and pay for a ticket. And yeah, it's like not too crazy prices. So I think that's probably what, that's such a roundabout way of answering that question. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think there's an answer in there somewhere. I liked it. It was good. Thanks. (laughs) Are you ever planning on resuming your playing career? Um, I don't know if I've got time. It's not really a career. Let's not, that's a very, that's a very like imperative word. Let's not say career. I mean, I can just about kick a ball. <laughs> I've scored once in my league career. So I don't know, maybe I would like to, I do miss playing football. I just, I'm very busy. <laughs> As always, I'm very busy. Tom, have you, I feel like, have you like, have you reconsumed your career? Are you playing football? I'm sure you've played. Um, yeah, I play. I play every other Tuesday in a in a, 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 a school near my house. Um, yeah, it's, that's that's good fun. I really enjoy that. Score lots of goals. Um, <laughs> it's good fun. Um, I would like to, but it's just not. It's not really on the cards. I was never good enough, and um, and a 39 year old me. Um, it's going to be even less of a proposition. Uh, for, if, if, like, good if, vets if, teams out there, though, Tom. Yeah, but the trouble is with vets play vets teams. They are full of players who were really good, <laughs> not old codgers who I thought I could run around. No, 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 no. It's not Walking football really. for years, it's Tom. Oh, I don't, I'm not ready for that yet either. No, <laughs> no. put out to pasture. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's entirely possible. Mm. Rob, have you ever played football? I don't think we've ever had this conversation. I don't know if I know. I don't even know if Rob can play football. I know he can swim, uh. and he can <laughs> ru- he can row, he can row, he can row well. But I don't know if Rob can play football. We will find uh, out in January. Well, in January. Yeah. What's happening yes. in January? We are playing a game. Oh, <laughs> yes. So I was never very good at football, but I used to be one of the fitter ones. In my mate, uh, so I used to do everyone's running for them basically, and I was never great, <laughs> but I, I covered a lot of ground. Were you just so, down the wings all the time? Well, more in the center, really, and just mm. like covering, just yeah, trying to intercept and boot the ball away and, and never do anything skillful or good. But now the problem is, I'm not very fit, so uh, <laughs> so the one thing I've got I did have has sort of left me, so uh, <laughs> no, it's the you know, I'm not very good at football. Okay, that really that's what really well for us in January, then, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why I talk about it and uh, present a podcast on it and uh, go to games rather than actually, uh, you know. I mean, play. same. <laughs> that's too good. Can I ask you a question, both? This is, I'm going to flip it on the other side. If you could manage any Berkshire side, which side would it be? Manage? Oh, oh that's good. Tom, do you want to start that one? Because I'm uh... <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's a vacancy at Slough. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there we go. Maybe you're I've... the new Bates and Unders. Well, yeah. I, feel, I feel like my knowledge of national league... it's got a ring to it. Yeah. My, my knowledge of suddenly of national league players is um, limited at best. Um, I think I would. I think I would struggle there. Um, I think that. Um, I would probably quite like to manage. Um, I yeah, I, I think uh, probably Barks County. Oh yeah, um, because they 
they're quite good. Um, a lot of them I've seen play as youngsters. Um, so I know they may not know who I am, but I know who they are. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, they're, they're quite good. And uh, I feel like I wouldn't be able to offer anything on the coaching side of things or anything like that. But the work that Lee and Ellis have done, um, I think it would take a bit of time to wear off following my appointment. So I'd ride my luck on that for a bit uh, and see where see where we ended up. So, yeah. And all else fails, I'd, I'd bring back Tom Nugent. Shock. <laughs> if, if, he's, if he's not already if he's not already back there, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. For me, I, I mean, I used to I used to do a lot of rowing coaching to a, a reasonably high level, and I think the part of that I quite enjoyed most was seeing the development of the athletes and seeing them progress from uh, uh, start understanding concepts, start using the uh, techniques that we put in place, and things like that. So I think if I was um, if you're forcing me into a, uh, a a role somewhere, I think it would probably be more of a, a developmental role for me in terms of, you know, a club where they do a lot of uh, uh, age group or mm. or um, reserve team, or you know, they have lots of teams, so it's not maybe an allied side, maybe an allied side or something like that. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Binfield have got a lot of clubs, uh, a lot of sides out there, haven't they? Maybe one of the age group sides at Binfield or something like that. Um, I'd like to see yeah. Rob take over like a, an, an under an under sevens and all yeah. these little kids running around. I'd be incredibly the most competitive <laughs> group of under sevens in the county. <laughs> nice. Okay, I have another like a one A 1A on that. Then would you be a suit manager or a tracksuit manager? Oh. Um... I, I think it's quite hard to be a suit manager in non-league. Yes. No, I'm I think sure start a trend. Start it. I'd love to see that. Um, I, do, <laughs> I do have a few suits, but I think normally <laughs> I'd be, uh, like I say, I'm more of a developmental, uh, uh, like d- developing players. So I'd be on the training ground. So I'd be track suits uh, and uh, wearing that sort of thing, unless we got to a cup final, in which case I would definitely bust out the suit. <laughs> free piece yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got the works don't worry <laughs> I, I was definitely always a when I when I did manage um, a couple of teams I was definitely always partly in part because um, sometimes I'd end up playing um, so especially, <laughs> especially in the Sunday league uh, so I was always a tracksuit manager but these days I reckon I'd probably go full mask or I'd be wearing football socks over my over my Slazinger um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have one brand of of tracksuit either. It would be. I'd like to have a certain certain jacket, different different branded. Um, okay. Yeah, just just yeah, different different trousers, probably different different coloured socks or something. I'd be. I'd look completely dishevelled and unorganised. Um, and there are definitely pictures of me on the sideline looking like that. Um, I've also got a trusty old raincoat um that i think it pretty much now leaks but i'd, I'd be definitely wearing that because it was massive um so yeah there's yeah uh, that's what i would be doing <laughs> nice okay i have one more question on the managerial one then a uh, 1b if you were losing at half time would it be a hair dry treatment would it be a tactical masterclass or a like a, i'm not upset i'm just disappointed <laughs> um i think uh i I gave a rocket once uh, because they were just rubbish. But <laughs> otherwise, it was always just trying to be a bit motivational. 
and that, that sounds really sickly, but it was always sort of like, come on, guys, this just we could do better than this, can't we? We're a bit better than this. Why don't you try doing that? Maybe move a couple of players around just to just to wake some people up. Um, yeah, that that yeah, I certainly wouldn't. Very rarely did I shout at anyone. Yeah, I think you know, you sort of shout at people if uh, the real effort commitment is lacking, rather than uh, the. The application, uh, the the application of the of the uh, the plan. So I'd reinforce the plan, and generally, if that's what was needed, make a uh, enforce a few uh, changes and points, and uh, and go from there. Only really hair dryer treatment if uh, we're losing one nil or close to um, uh, in a only losing in a close game, and it's down to lack of effort. So and. My teams wouldn't have lack of effort, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the thing that the thing that the thing that shut me down was, I think, in maybe the my second or third game uh, managing a senior women's team, um, I was getting really frustrated with how one of the players was playing. And anyway, I did, she came off. Uh, I think about halfway through the second half, and I was like, "What's going on? What's going?" On? And she told me she was pregnant, oh. and that's why. Um, she was struggling and nothing in my life up to that point had prepared me for what on earth to do with that news. And my first thought was, why are you playing? And I, I don't really, I still, I don't really know. I don't think that is the question I should have asked. Um, first question being, are you okay? Um, but she wanted to play uh, and, and, and perhaps I should have, well, had I known, I, I think I perhaps would have had time to think about what the right answer was. But that was quite a thing to be hit with midway through my third game. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really know what to do. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> that that really slowed any sort of... Um, it made me think about what I needed to... Like, what was wrong with... Play, why was that player not performing? And it really made me think about like, perhaps shouting at someone isn't the best the best thing. I think Abby's frozen on our little call, Rob. I don't know about you. Oh, she has, yeah. Ah. She was gonna, she's the one asking all the questions. I was going to ask yeah. her where she... Because uh, uh, she's she's one who of us is actually currently working at a, uh, um, a football club. So I was going to ask her what her aspirations were for that going forward. But uh, if she joins the, rejoins the call in a sec, I'm sure she can answer that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Rob, I suppose in that case, then I mean, like, obviously you've you've been you've been involved with with what we're what we're doing, what we're trying to achieve, whatever whatever that is. Um, I, mm -hmm. I wondered um, where where you wanted what sort of things you wanted to try and achieve. Maybe what 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 are you you know do do you want to, what what sort of ambitions do you have with it, or or are you kind of I like going to all the games. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Kind of gives you a little bit of focus with all the games. And a reason to go to um, uh, uh, certain teams, as I say, I've been to, I've been to most of the, um, seen most of the men's sides. In fact, all the men's sides down to step six uh, in Berkshire this season. I think when I moved to Reading, I was, um, uh, I'd sort of moved away from Maidenhead a little bit. It's just down the down the road, so it's not a huge thing. But I was trying to look. Uh, I used to go there and quite enjoy uh, just nipping down the road. Uh, having a few, uh, having a beer with a few mates, and then uh, walking back home. And I was looking for something sort of a little bit uh, similar in Reading or in the surrounding area. Uh, and I thought, you know, I've left Maidenhead. I'm not necessarily desperate to just head back every weekend now. 
and uh, but I was getting sort of a, a bit lost with it. I was just going to random games here and there. So uh, the thing I like about the football in Berkshire is it gives me a little bit of a focus. You know, I can sort of I've got a, a, a fleet of teams really, uh, uh, quite a few that um, <laughs> that I sort of always look out for, and all the Berkshire sides, uh, uh, at whatever level, and uh, and uh, met both men's and women's. So I look out for them to see how they're doing. And so if there's an interesting game on that, there's, it's, it's sort of, um, it's, it, it's a good excuse to go and uh, go and see different uh, teams and different grounds and uh, see what the standards like around the county. Um, yeah. Grant hopping for me can, I like going to see new grounds, but it can get a bit hollow if uh, you sort of, there's no reason to be there. You know, if you sort of, you're just going to a ground for the sake of seeing a ground. Yeah, it's not always just for me. For me, because I, you know, I don't want to just, you know, be in a car for forty-five minutes, get to a game, watch a game between two teams I don't really care about, and then just to say I've done a new ground, sort of thing. So, um, going to see have the having the Berkshire sides and the sort of link to a, a whole host of teams and a reason to go has actually been pretty good for me. I've, I've been enjoying that, and what I'm uh, in terms of what I hope to achieve with it, really, I think uh, just shining a light, really, on on the teams that are around uh, the area. Um, I write a very occasional articles these days, quite uh, sporadic <laughs> in that. I struggle to find the time, but um, but yeah, I don't have like huge aspirations uh, in terms of this launching a, uh, a a career in terms of in the media or anything <laughs> like that, but it, it's, I enjoy doing it, you know, it's fun going to these games and uh, yeah, it gives me a bit of, a bit of a focus around that, I guess. I, I agree with what you say a little bit about the, the ground hopping. Um, it can feel a little bit like, yeah, hollow, I think is the right, mm. is the right word at times. And, and I get why people enjoy it. I like going to new grounds and all, and all yeah, of that so kind of thing. But at the same time, if you're going and there's not sort of someone there, to, to to see if you if you like i remember i felt the first time i went to tadley um cool. i didn't I, I mean i knew dan who was there but dan was busy doing his own things he doesn't have to babysit me but mm-hmm. it just felt like obviously i just didn't know anybody there right? it was not a club i'd ever been to before and i've been a few times now and i and i quite enjoy it but yeah you're 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 right about the the ground if you do, if you kind of just go randomly to a ground and and you sort of you just stood there right it's all right if you need a bit of time for yourself, that's fine. But hmm. otherwise you can find yourself just sort of standing by yourself for 90 minutes, possibly just browsing your phone and not really paying too much attention. And and that, that kind of, I yeah. feel defeats the object a bit, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. I think, uh, um, like you say, I like watching the Berkshire clubs. So going to a game on, on my own, I don't, you know, I'm quite happy to do that. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't necessarily need to see, see anyone around there. It's good if it did like for the other, for example, um, uh, the other week, I went to see Virginia Water versus Langley in the um, in the uh, I think it was the League Cup. Just happened mm. to run into Ellis, who I know listens to the <laughs> show, and we just uh, sat there. Uh, you know, he was talking about uh, Barks County, who had Langley coming up that weekend, and so he was on a sort of uh, surreptitious scouting mission. And so, uh, yeah, it was you know it's good to run into people like that, but I don't necessarily need to because I enjoy watching the football. But uh, I've also got a sort of long-term ambition to the, the 92 of the English football league, mm. but you know, I, w- I wouldn't really go and see one of these games. If like Leicester or my dad's side Luton weren't playing them or maybe Maidenhead, you know, in a cup game. Yeah. 
So I wouldn't necessarily I'd go to the Rochdale crew game just because <laughs> because I've got a day off, you know, yeah. I've got another no other game there. I don't really yeah. see feel the need to do that sort of thing. I have been to Rochdale, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a lovely ground, but I've got no link to Rochdale <laughs> or crew. So, uh, you know, if less, if it was Rochdale Leicester in the cup, then yeah, I'd be all over that. If it was, uh, you know, any of those grounds, I'd love, I'd like to go see him. Um, Abby's back, I think. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. She's had a power cut, so um, oh dear, which is which is handy. Um, so, uh, uh, Rob, I'm talking of grounds. Um, what what is your favourite ground? I know that's a very that's a very basic question. Um, yeah, but let's maybe say Berkshire and um, and beyond, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Berkshire and beyond. <laughs> uh, oh, trying to think now. It's have you got one lined up? Your, as your favourite ground while I'm trying to think mine so mine my favourite will always be the old Larges Lane oh yeah um, because generally speaking it was made like you know people's blood sweat and tears went into that place but mm. these days um, I, I I just uh, Windsor Windsor is a, is a ground that I really like which I don't go yeah. to anywhere near enough um, and it feels almost slightly odd to say this, but I really like going to Reading City. Yeah, they've they've yeah. done they've done they work wonders. I mean, from what it used to be like to what it is now, um, it's you know it's a really good pitch. Uh, it's it's a it's a good place to it's a it's a nice place to go on a Saturday afternoon, really. Mm. And and pl- plus the fact I can take my daughter because. She, that, you know, she can't get on the pitch. There's an in, there's enclosed spaces around the ground. There's plenty of green space. She can have a run around. I can watch a bit of football. Everybody's safe. So yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a I, I enjoy I really enjoy going down there. So yeah, I enjoy going down there too. And there's you know having two sides that play there regularly is uh, also good. There's almost a you know again just down the road from me in essentially walking distance every weekend. So that's a uh, that's uh, really handy. So yeah, I think Reading City would be quite high up there for me as well. Um, it's one of my favourite places to go. Uh, haven't actually been this season. I've seen both those sides away from home, but I haven't been been to Scars Lane. So I need to need to get down there. Add that to my to do list. Uh, <laughs> broad. I've always, we... always enjoyed my trips to Hungerford as well. I quite like yes. that ground, you know, yes. and it's it's sort of improved quite nicely over the. Uh, uh, last couple of seasons so yeah I, I enjoy going to that ground so if you're ever in uh, West Berkshire and uh, they're yes. playing I'd recommend a trip there and they're yeah they've always got their four for a score as well or their yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, match ball, ball tickets fantastic exactly yeah I, there's there's quite a few um there's quite a few sort of village well I won't say villages but sort of West Berkshire towns and villages that have got some quite tidy little and, and maybe I maybe what I mean is ex West Berkshire villages um mm. that have got some tidy little grounds associated with them. You know, wantage is is pleasant. Yeah. Um, and then nice. and I kind of and, and I guess what I I'd it would be quite nice to kind of get up to one of those a bit early and have a bit yeah. of lunch in, in the town or the village and then go to the game. Yeah, um, there or you mean like Abingdon as well. I've got a couple of grounds. Yeah, well. Abing, Abing, Wallingford's a little bit too far out of Wallingford, isn't it? But Wallingford is a nice, quite a nice town to to visit. Yeah, um, as well. So, well, I don't, I've, I've been up a couple of times. I've got a mate who's lived uh, moved mm. down there now, so we we go to 
have a, a drink in the town, walk up to the game, uh, walk mm. back to the town and uh, have some dinner. It's nice, yeah. So that is that's another one that I enjoy going to quite a bit. Um, but yeah, talking about the village teams, uh, Kintbury Rangers is a nice one as well. I quite like oh, okay. going to that pitch. Uh, nice little clubhouse in the corner there. And uh, yeah, very nice little village as well. So uh, I want to do that. Um, I don't think Abby's coming back, Rob. Mm. It's a power cut. So oh, should, we, should we wrap we're... things up? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just uh, have a, a brief look forward um, to the weekend's fixtures because we do have uh, FA Trophy games on the men's side. Uh, all three Bar- well, three Berkshire sides are currently in at this com- uh, stage of the competition. All three are away from home, unfortunately. So uh, if you're looking for some uh, FA Trophy action, you're going to have to travel a little bit. The closest would be Hanwell Town, who are hosting Slough. Um, uh, Bracknell have quite a trip to Tombridge Angels, but... Um, of course, their managers, uh, Withers and McClurg, have already beaten Tombridge Angels as uh, uh, with Binfield earlier in the season in the FA Cup. Uh, but Hungerford Town have the longest trip, perhaps, down to Tavistock, which is yeah, quite a journey. So uh, yes. anyone watching those, make sure you leave plenty of time. Um, and uh, yeah, those would probably be the picks of the game. Any other games you want to highlight before we sign off? Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of Berkshire, Berkshire derbies this weekend, isn't there, in the Cumbria Counties are. League? You've got yeah. um, uh, Hollyport, Wallingford, um, yeah. Reading City, Wokingham and Embroke. I think that's probably the big one, isn't it? Um, yeah. I know that uh, anybody going to that game, I think wearing blue will get uh, oh, I, I, there's a there's an offer for anyone wearing blue. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what that offer was. I know there may well be an offer for Wokingham supporters to that one as well. Uh, uh, did I say Hollyport, Wallingford, and then you've got Virginia yeah. Water, Ascot United. Um, Virginia Water going going well this season as well. Um, yeah. So there's there's a few in there which are which will which will be decent, I think. Um, and we should probably do Sunday as well, uh, as, Abby, as I don't think Abby's coming back. You've got Maidenhead United are at home to Cardiff City. Yeah, that looks like a big one as well. Um, <laughs> that yeah. does. And um, should we say Woodley United versus Eversley in California? I feel like that might be quite a, quite a big Yeah, a I big actually tie. went down to see Woodley this weekend uh, on the Sunday, my first trip to the Bullmarsh uh, Pavilion. And yeah, they got a, a nice 3-0 win against uh, Kidleton Youth. Um, so yeah, they're looking very good at the moment and uh, climbing the table. So playing uh, Eversley in California, uh, they'll be uh, confident going into that one, I'd say. Excellent. Uh, yeah, they should. They should be. I mean, I think Woodley are going quite well, aren't they? Uh, since they're yeah. down, down, down the division. So um, good. Good luck to them. Really. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about, Rob? I don't think so. I think we've covered most of it, haven't we? Do you want to uh, do a quick quick plug for the initiative we're running? Um, over the course of the next month or so? Yes. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Um, we are running an initiative called Grassroots Month 2022. Um, I suppose, in a way, it's a bit like non-league day, but for an entire month, um, we have a World Cup uh, and the Premier League and the Championship are not happening. So we are trying to get as many people to go to their local club to watch a local game as possible um we will be posting a few offers and stuff on the website i need to do those this afternoon really um because mm-hmm. we've, we've had a few in so um look out for those really and um, if you just go to the website it should say at the top grassroots month 2022 brilliant stuff and if you're a club that has an offer uh 
over this over the course of the next month get in touch and we're more than happily uh, promote what you're doing to get more people down to their local clubs in the next four or five weeks yes brilliant okay well that will be all for us today uh, a slightly different pod uh, for our 50th episode but i hope you enjoyed it um just remember if you want to uh, follow up on any of our content you can go to www.footballembarkshire.co.uk um check out all the scores and fixtures uh, for the uh, last week and the upcoming week and uh, see any, any of the articles that we uh, referenced or any of the content that we're putting out. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at FI Berkshire or on Facebook, Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. So you can find us uh, <laughs> football in Berkshire there. And uh, other than that, all that's left to say is uh, it's goodbye from Tom Canning. Bye. I'll say goodbye for Abby Tyson. Goodbye, and it's goodbye for me. Bye-bye. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.